One, two, is this on? But let's keep this in mind. Dean Ambrose has never beaten Seth Rollins one-on-one. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of What's Wrong with the WWE. I'm Andrew Pisano, and I'm all by myself. Yes, I had to watch Battleground by myself. Uh, blame Eric and Joe and Josh. It's all their fault. They were supposed to come, and they chickened out because they were afraid that Battleground was going to be bad. And for the most part, Battleground was bad. But sometimes all that matters is the ending. But we're going to get to that, and we're also going to get to your fan reviews for Battleground that you guys tweeted the account. So let's start with the first match of Battleground. And no, I'm not talking about the Usos versus Fon Breeze Dongo. No, we're going to skip that one. Uh, instead, let's uh, start with the actual, ma- the actual uh, beginning of the show. Charlotte and Dana Brooke versus Sasha and her mystery partner. And I actually thought it was kind of cool because Sasha got a huge pop on her own, just coming out by herself. And her mystery partner is who we expected it to be, Bailey from NXT, who also gets a huge pop, which, of course, is expected. But before the match even begins, the buff bitches attack the good girls. Those bitches. But Bailey was very impressive, and in the end... Sasha made Charlotte tap to the bank statement, which of course sets up their singles match at SummerSlam. And the end was pretty cool because uh, Sasha and Bailey hugging in the middle of the ring was very, very cute and just a cool moment. And then uh, JBL made a point to say that Bailey is going back to NXT after this match. So, yeah, I guess because Bailey's going to be fighting Asuka at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. So, hopefully, Bailey will come up to the roster soon. Next up, though, we have the New Day versus the Wyatt family. And in the match, Bray goes for a sister, Abigail, on Kofi. Xavier pulls him out of the way, and Bray gets him in a trance again. But he eventually snaps out of it again. Uh, and then at the end, Biggie dives through the ropes on Strowman and lands on his head again. Seriously, Biggie, you don't have to do this. You don't have to kill yourself for us. We like you. Take it easy, man. But in the end, Bray Wyatt hits a sister Abigail on Xavier Woods to get the victory. And uh, also a few people tweeted at me that apparently Cole said, Looks like he flotted a sly. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't hear that. I try to avoid what Michael Cole says at all times, but that's amazing. So next up we have uh, Rusev versus Zack Ryder for the U.S. title. And Lana is just completely worthless now. All she does is intro Rusev and says he's the only one who can bang her. Uh, But she looked really hot, and uh, hey, that's all that matters, right? Right? Uh, And uh, Zack Ryder comes out dressed in an all-American flag attire. It's a classic Ryder match. You know why? Because he loses. He hits the Rough Rider, then he goes for the elbow drop. But why? The Rough Rider is his finisher. Even if Rusev's going to kick out of the finisher, that's the best move that you could do on him, is your finishing move, right? So Zach misses the elbow drop, and Rusev makes him tap to the accolade. He actually almost breaks out of the accolade. I can't believe they actually let 
Zack Ryder even do that, like almost break out of the accolade. That's that's something only Cena's done, I think. So Rusev continues to beat on Ryder after the match, and then Ryder's tag partner from NXT, Mojo Rawley, comes out to Ryder's aid, and Rusev backs down, and Rawley just screams at him the whole, to- the whole time. I really thought that Rowley was actually going to make a big statement and, like, turn on Ryder. I thought that would have been a cool moment because I don't really have much interest seeing the Hype Bros as a tag team. So it would have been cool to just, like, as soon as Rowley debuts, he already turns heel by, you know, beating up Zack Ryder. But he basically just kind of reminds me of, he's like the new Ryback now. I don't know. I don't really know much of Mojo Rowley, but I guess we'll see what they do with them. And then backstage, uh, Mick Foley and Stephanie McMahon tell Seth Rollins that tonight he has the chance to prove everyone who the best is. Rollins says he shouldn't have to prove anything to anyone. He's just overly cocky the entire time. And it was at this point that I really wanted to change my battleground pick to Dean Ambrose. I was like, they're setting it up way too much with Seth Rollins being overly cocky and everything. So, yeah, I wish I could have changed it. But we already said who we were picking on the podcast. Uh, so next up, we have Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, brought to you by Hulu. But thank God for this match, because otherwise, this whole show would have just been horrible. Uh, these two put on such a great match. It was better than anything I've ever could have imagined. Uh, at one point, Owens puts Sami Zayn in a headlock, and the ref asks Sami if he wants to give up. And Owens yells, yes, yes, he does, he does. He yells it at the ref. That was amazing. Uh, Zayn suplexes Owens while they're both standing on the apron. Wow. Zayn goes for his DDT where he dives through the turnbuckle you know, ropes from the outside, but Owens hits a super kick. Wow. There were so many close finishes, and then towards the end, the entire arena stands up and does the yes chant. So that was pretty awesome. Uh, Zayn then goes for the uh, huluva kick, but Owens hits the pop-up powerbomb, and goes for the pin, but Zayn barely gets his foot on the bottom rope. So, he didn't kick out of the powerbomb, but okay, he got his foot on the rope. Fair enough. So Zayn finally hits the Hulua kick and catches Owens as if like maybe he feels some remorse for him. It was actually a really cool moment. But then he puts him back on the turnbuckle and hits a second Hulua kick. One, two, three, Sammy wins. And as much as I love Kevin Owens, Sammy actually, like, earned my respect as a... Like, he's he's really good in the ring. But, like, the whole moment where he grabbed Owens was really cool to me. So I was like, all right, that's fine. Sammy can get the victory here. He put on one hell of a performance. These two guys are just great together. Next up, we have Becky versus Natalia, And I really don't want to talk about this too much. Natalia wins with the sharpshooter. Who cares? Except for the fact that Becky is the ultimate women's jobber. She might just be the ultimate jobber now. I think she's taking that title from Zack Ryder at this point. At least Zack Ryder's getting title shots. But Becky loses to Natalia. Why? And it also makes no sense now that, you know, I think Becky's on SmackDown. She can't even compete for any sort of championship. What's the point in terms of the storyline? Like, what's the point in terms of any woman wrestler on SmackDown? Like, what's your goal? What's your goal on SmackDown? It doesn't make any sense. So backstage, Shane and Daniel Bryan try to get Dean Ambrose hyped for the championship match. Yeah, like, like he needs that. 
All right, so next up we have The Miz versus Darren Young for the Intercontinental Championship. And The Miz and Maurice come out wearing stupid masks. And I was like, am I actually rooting for Darren Young in this match? No, 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 of course not. No, no, definitely not. So in the end of the match, Maurice slabs, slaps Backlund. He rips off his shirt, kind of. And Miz pushes him to the ground. And Darren Young gets outside the ring and puts Miz in the cross-faced chicken wing. And the ref rings the bell. I don't know why the ref ended the match. But in all fairness, I'm glad he did. Because... Why do we have to watch Darren Young versus The Miz? Like, that's a bad Raw match. That's a bad SmackDown match. Like, that's something you would probably see on Main Event or Superstars. But on a pay-per-view, Darren Young versus The Miz. Yeah, please, end it. I don't care, ref. I think he just ended it for the fans' sake. He probably felt bad that they were in the ring. So who knows what the decision is for the match. Some people said Miz got counted out, but that's they didn't say that. And, and Darren Young got outside the ring. That should have restarted the count. He didn't end the match. He didn't even ring the bell until he put him in the cross-face chicken wing. Why would the match end? But, okay, whatever. Thanks for ending the match. That's fine. So next up, we have Cena and Enzo and Cass versus The Club. And Enzo, as usual, cuts a great promo before the match, just crapping all over The Club. Um, but... The match wasn't great. You know, it was a spot match. The end, though, was cool with Cena AAing Styles off the top rope to get the win. So, even though it was a tag match, Cena has a pinfall victory over AJ Styles, which will set up their SummerSlam match, of course. But, ultimately, it was a disappointing match, especially because no Finn Balor. What are you doing? Anyways, next up, we have the highlight reel. And Chris Jericho introduces Randy Orton, which is it's great to see Orton back. He has a pretty sweet new shirt with the RKO and the Viper. Uh, the the Viper, you know, the snake is the O. Just the hashtag out of nowhere on the back is kind of lame, but the front's pretty cool. So Orton says he was with his family for the past nine months, but something was missing, and it was this. So yeah, screw my family. I got to leave you guys and go wrestle. But okay, I understand it. You could... Probably just could have said it a little better. So Orton and Jericho go back and forth and tease an RKO out of nowhere or a code breaker out of nowhere. Chris then gives Orton the gift to Jericho. Drink it in, man. And Orton walks close to Jericho, but then Chris opens his eyes and he backs away. So then Chris asks Orton, why would you make the dumb decision to face Brock Lesnar? And the Viper says he knew that he had to fight the biggest and baddest man in the in, in the industry. How would I have felt if when I came back after nine months, I faced Fandango? And then Jericho says at SummerSlam, Brock Lesnar is going to kick your ass and take you to Suplex City. So Orton says, I think it takes 20 suplexes to get to Suplex City, right? But it only takes one RKO to get to Viperville. No enhancement needed. And that's where they needed Ron Simmons to come out and just say, damn, because that was pretty ruthless. That was really cool. I always like when they take, you know, real life stuff and they actually have the balls to say it on, you know, WWE TV. So it was very cool to like take a, you know, steroid shot at Lesnar, even though Orton's failed some wellness policies before, that's for sure. But either way, it was good. So Jericho then says Brock told him that Orton's a stupid idiot. Yeah, I'm sure that was Brock that said that. 
Orton then teases another RKO. He then kneels down and laughs at Jericho. And then he finally RKOs him. So he hits the RKO. We all knew it was coming. It was kind of funny that they teased it the whole time since everyone knew it was it was going to happen. So yeah, uh, you know, pretty good segment there. Uh, so then, of course, now we have the main events. Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. The Shield for the WWE Championship. And how do you ruin it from the start? Well, you have Mick Foley come out, Stephanie come out, Shane come out, and Daniel Bryan all come out to watch the match. That is stupid. The whole match, the match is about the Shield, not SmackDown and Raw. I understand, oh, whoever wins the championship will be on that show. But this is more about the Shield fighting each other for the first time in a triple threat match. That's what it should be about. So, of course, Rollins and Ambrose come out to huge pops. Roman, not so much. No. The bell rings and a loud Roman sucks chant is heard. Very loud. Easily the loudest chant of the night. Rollins then goes for a shield fist bump, but Reigns runs him over. And the match, Reigns starts to dominate, so Seth and Dean decide to team up against him. And they powerbomb Reigns through the Spanish announce table. Very nice. Then when Dean's back is turned, Rollins hits Ambrose with a chair, and he delivers a chair shot to Reigns. Uh, and then this is where I guess they had to give each of them like a big kick out. So Rollins hits the superplex into the Falcon Arrow on Ambrose, and Dean kicks out. Reigns hits a, a Roman bomb on Rollins, but Seth kicks out. And then Rollins hits a pedigree on Roman, but Roman kicks out. Uh, and then at the end, Reigns hits a spear on Rollins. Ambrose then gets in the ring and hits a Dirty Deeds on Reigns. And still WWE champion Dean Ambrose. Yes, that. I think you guys know that made me a very happy boy. Very, very happy. So then, the entire SmackDown locker room comes out, uh, as well as Shane and Daniel Bryan celebrating the ring with Ambrose. And then the best part, the Usos hoist Ambrose on their shoulders, and they look like they're very reluctant to do it, like they didn't want to do it, and Vince is like, you know, Reigns... You screwed me so much with this wellness policy that I'm going to make the Usos, I'm going to make your cousins hoist Ambrose on their shoulders to end them, to end the night. How do you like that, Reigns? So yeah, I think uh, that was pretty funny to see, obviously. Uh, so that was Battleground. Again, there were really only two matches worth watching. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and then the Shield triple threat, which... You know, it had some great spots. wasn't anything great. Really, the hype of the match is, you know, what you look forward to. So overall, I don't know, a B-minus just because the good parts were really good. Like, that saved it. If it wasn't for that, it'd be an F, I would say. You know, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens really saved it. And for me, Dean retaining saved it. I mean, I would have been okay with Rollins winning because he's great as well, but I, I'm glad that Dean's getting a legitimate title run, you know, even if it is for just a few months. Even if, he is, even if he does lose it at SummerSlam, you know, hopefully he doesn't, but we'll see. Anyways, so we did the scorecards, and I did the tallies. 
And I'm sad to report that I am not the pay-per-view champion anymore. I I got 85 out of 149. We really didn't do great. I got 85. Joe got 85. And Eric Beefy Joe Hamilton got 87. So he barely won. Um, Really, it was... he. The last question was, what will the closing shot of Battleground be? That's worth 10 points. And I'm going to give it to you, Eric. I am. I'm going to give it to you. But all you wrote down was Shane, Brian, and Dean. Now, I get what I get what you're saying. Like, they're all going to be in the ring celebrating. And they were. But you didn't put the whole SmackDown roster coming out. But, okay, fine. I'll give it to you. I think... I think overall you got that ending correct. And I'll take I'll take you winning the pay-per-view scorecards as long as Dean Ambrose wins. I really wish I could have changed my pick to Dean cuz then I would have won and But all right, fine. Fine, Eric. You're the new champion. I think this is the the first time maybe or no, no, I think you won one before. But anyways, congrats, Eric. All right, so that's all for the Battleground recap for me. Now it's time to get some of your reviews of Battlegrounds. All right, this one, this first one is from uh, Mark Maravillas. Do you guys uh, think Bailey being Sasha's partner is only a one-time thing, or do you think she'll be staying down at NXT for a while? Well, yeah, again, JBL said that Bailey would is going back to NXT after this. So maybe after she loses to Asuka, I'm guessing she'll lose to Asuka. Uh, maybe she'll come to the main rosters, hopefully. This is... a. Uh, at uh, Gazlo84, quite an enjoyable pay-per-view. Owen Zane classic match and Ambrose retains. Happy days. Yes, I agree. This is at Brent Landis or Lands. Brent Lands, I think. Uh, what was up with that Darren Young versus Miz match? Worst part of the show. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Best quote: Only takes one RKO to get to Viperville. This is a uh, Ben Fiddler. And he tweeted a picture of the SmackDown roster walking to the ring. And Maurice and Eric Rowan are walking together for some reason. <laughs> and he says, desperately want to know what sort of conversation Eric Rowan and Maurice could possibly be having. Yeah, that's definitely a good question. Uh, this is at Lance with the pan. Hey, we got some Bailey. Sammy versus Owens was great. And Dean is still the champ. Bye-bye. Uh, chill pay-per-view, 8 out of 10. All right. Again, yeah, you're you're definitely looking at the positive side of Battleground. So, yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, okay, this is uh, Tom B. Zane and Owens was like an NXT TakeOver match. Why can't they let the rest of the roster off the leash like that? Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I just don't know if many people could put on that match. Like, I I know Ambrose and Rollins could do a one-on-one match that good. But Zayn and Owens, and I'll use the example of, you know, obviously we're not on the same level at all, but when Joe and I would do wrestling shows, when we wrestled each other, it was way better than we wrestled someone else because we knew each other so well and we had great chemistry. So we put on great matches together. I think that's why Owens and Zayn could put on such great matches with each other because... They've basically been brothers, like, you know, their whole wrestling career. This is uh, from at BoxingFan3157. Above average with unfortunate Fandango jab by Orton after Guy finally gets a pop on the (laughs) pre-show. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, this is at Donogi88. It was all right. Okay, all right. Short and sweet. Uh, this is uh, from at It's the Real JDX. Ambrose wins. KO and Sami Zayn have match of the year. That's very possible. RKO out of nowhere. Sasha hugs Bailey. Ryder lost. LOL. Uh, all right, this is from Broken Blake Boykin. Really good matches with a couple of exceptions, but overall, really good show. But what does Drunk Flair think? Well, unfortunately, Drunk Flair's not here, so maybe ask him later this week. Yeah. So, uh, all right, that looks like that's all the fan reviews. Thank you so much for listening again, guys. Uh, we'll see you after Raw and SmackDown. In case you didn't know, SmackDown's going live, guys. So, But until then, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star review. You can also listen to the show on YouTube and check out our WWE bad lip-reading videos at Shafted Cinema Pisano. Check out our new website, which has the memes of the week. What's wrong with WWE.com? Please donate to us on patreon.com slash what's wrong with WWE. We have some awesome rewards for you on there. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Vine and Instagram at what's wrong WWE. You can also follow me on Twitter at Andrew Pisano. Joe is at Joe Pisano24 with no avatar. And Eric is at Eric, what's wrong? So yeah, add us all on Twitter and we will see you guys after Raw. And SmackDown Live. Go Ambrose.